Welcome to Conversations from My Duvet. I'm Sophie Leone. Welcome to my words written in 2018 in the liminal space of a near-death experience, maternity leave and the norm between what was and what is to come. This is me upon waking, leaning on my pillows with my notebook and pen committed to unlock my secrets. After 15 years as a police detective investigating others, I turn the magnifying glass onto me. This is a story of unravelling and no holds barred truth. This is for the mum on the cusp of change. You are so much more than the labels you place on yourself, the excuses you make for not doing the things you love. I'm here to ignite something in you. This is my unique voice, my language, and yet it is universal. Those were the days. No, these are the days. Tuesday, the 15th of May, 2019, 05.30 hours. I feel a bit disorientated at the moment. I'm suffering from the case of the old procrastination. I want to do loads and loads and loads, but I'm not achieving anything. I don't like that as a theme. <laughs> also, it's been a good few days since I last wrote. And um, just on that, I really was starting to feel the worth of sitting up every day and writing. You know, the, the fizzing, the... I don't know, I guess a sense of opening, a sense of awakening, and then I stopped. Why did I stop? Did I get comfortable in that feeling? Did I just think, oh, well, I've felt that thrill and that buzz of seeing life unfold right in front of me, and, and so I don't need it. I don't even know if that's what I thought consciously, but yeah. But here's what happened. Here's what's been happening the past few days. I've slipped right back into going to bed late and obsessing over social media. Over stuff that does nothing for me. I guess I'm feeling that I'm becoming boring again but that's ridiculous because I know I'm creative I'm just allowing myself to be drawn into the stuff that takes me into my shit zone as opposed to my buzz zone so come on let's get back into this let it flow let it come and stop thinking about bloody Facebook or bloody Instagram just let yourself be let yourself be. I've got a class I'm teaching this evening and I, I want to be inspiring. And I know that my head has got to be clear for that. How can you stand there and speak of yoga, move freely and be completely constricted within yourself? 
And for me, in order to clear my head, I write. That's what I do. I practice my own yoga because that's what being your own teacher is about, being your own student is about. It's taking responsibility for yourself, being accountable to yourself. That's authenticity, I guess. And for me, when you're your own teacher and your own student, that's the first product that hits a shelf. That's the money. And crikey, another thing that I'm realizing is how much time we need for ourselves in order to feel into who we are. How much time we need to ourselves to give ourselves a chance to feel into how much we're capable of. How much time we need to rest away from all the other crap we keep putting ourselves in front of. And that's just one person. But that's how we all live. That's how we all live. We all go and do, we all go and do, but we don't spend enough time going and being. That's tragic. But in this tragedy, I realized that I have the opportunity now, now in this space of maternity where I have to make these choices whilst this maternity leave is ongoing, I can do things my way. I can do things as my heart says and my heart sings. So just go and do it. So moving on, there's been a bit of a rebrand, a bit of a rebrand for my daughter, Eleanor. Eleanor is now Ellie, but she's not Ellie, E-L-L-I-E, as I've been posting everywhere. She's now Ellie L, sorry, what am I talking about? Ellie, E-L-E. And it just occurred to me, why did we even like call her Ellie, short for Eleanor, as in E-L-L-I-E? when she is Eleanor, E-L-E-A-N-O-R. Why would I do that when the first three letters are E-L-E? So E-L-E it is. Just, just needed to point that one out. I suppose I needed to really point that one out because I feel like a bit of a dick, to be honest, that for someone who loves words so much, I, well, I fucked that one up, didn't I? Anyway, rebrand. <laughs> yeah. I had a little dream last night as well that I was back on response policing. Crikey, here we go. Dream sequence. So I saw an old colleague and uh, he was in his um, CID suit and I was uh, in police uniform and he just looked at me up and down 
like, you know, he had a, a look of pity on his face. See, I'm a detective and that's been a big thing for me, that whole being a detective. And when I got promoted, I got put into uniform and I hadn't done that job for seven years. And I admire the work of uniform, but it just wasn't me. And there's just been this big thing, this big ego thing about, are you uniform or are you CID? So I guess that's what's playing out, isn't it? In the deep confines of moi. Anyway, let's get back to dream sequence. So here I was in my uniform, my colleague in his suit looking at me like he felt really sorry for me. And it was my first day back. But because it was my first day back, I wasn't stressed actually. I, I didn't have a backlog of work. It was day one, wasn't it? And my expectations were high, um, so there was no pressure. I hadn't gone in stupidly early, like when I first got promoted that I'd be in an hour before my shift was meant to start rigidly every single day, no extra pay, nothing, but just so that I could actually get on top of everything before the briefing. Anyway, so I rock up uh, and my old team were there and there was some new people as well on the team and there was some acting inspector there that I didn't know. Anyway, this whole dream sequence was basically focused on the team briefing. So just to explain here um, how it worked is that in the response team that I was, if you started at say seven o'clock in the morning, everyone would gather in one room together uh, and everyone would be brought up to speed before everyone starbursted out to whatever it is that they had to do, whether it was a response call, whether it was going and getting on with arresting people or going to an accident, whatever it was, right? And so this briefing in my dream just kind of, instead of it being like really policey, there we were all in police uniform, but it kind of melted and blurred into like a, a pranayama practice. And we all sat there and breathed together. It makes me laugh to even think about it, but why not, you know? We breathed together and then we all reflected on our expectations for the shift ahead and just letting go of the previous shift as well. Hmm. That's basically it. And the reason I focus on writing that down is because I know that it's important. It's something that I've got in my head and I feel it's interesting how as the decision to either go back or not after maternity leave comes to an end is coming into my subconscious, it's kind of in my dream space, it's melting all of the elements of my life into one space. It's like oh, my dreams bringing the yoga world and the police world at one. But of course, it kind of, yeah, it's not quite, quite melding in. But I know it's never the detail that matters in the dream, but the overall feeling that remains from the dream. And I guess in that dream, it just still felt a bit ridiculous. It was almost like a scene from a musical. Yeah, maybe I should just write a script on that. 
police briefing the musical. Anyway, I love the dream space. I love the dream space. There's no limits. There's no rules. Like, literally everything is possible. That is the original think outside the box space, the dream space. If you want to come up with any creative ideas, you've got to stop thinking about them. You've got to take yourself into the dream realm. That is it, isn't it? That's the rest space. Hmm, what else is in my head today? Well, my thoughts are with Maddie and the treatment that she's going through. And I made her a yoga video, which I sent her, and um, she said she'd enjoyed it, so I was really pleased. It's difficult when you want to support someone and really you can only do your best because people will just go through their own stuff. But more than anything, I've just got no idea what it must be like to go through what she's going through when your body, like the vessel, the mothership, is literally working against you like some poison from within that's been created from within or oh, this could be a deep philosophical conversation about where cancers come from but i i just how easy or how hard it must be to just be objective about it or when it's happening to you when it's very real and there's bad stuff that's growing inside of you that wants to stifle life and then you make the decision to go and hit it with meteoric blasts that are literally going to kill everything off everything everything like wiping you basically killing you alive killing you alive the ultimate exercise in the power of body mind soul battling versus surrendering and acceptance and putting the goodness back in replanting those seeds of goodness and allowing them to just reroot one at a time, one at a time after really doing that really deep work. So those are kind of all questions going through my mind. It's not about blaming again, it's just, you know, when you go through that process, like the ultimate facing the possibility that your time earthside is limited although we don't know we no one knows when when it's coming just going through that process wow hmm. 
and how very, very stupidly this thought leads me on to <laughs> how much hair I'm losing now after Ellie's birth. How ridiculous. But I was waiting for that to happen because that's what happened with Leo. And yeah, the shedding has begun, so it seems, for everyone. <laughs> Shedding into trying to find some sort of routine to get me back on track. The first one being to get adequate rest and to sleep. And then from that starting point, just getting up at five o'clock in the morning and doing maybe just 30 minutes of either movement or meditation, a bit of both and that's it. And then a shower, breakfast, writing, kids up. Well, it would be awesome to actually manifest this. And then, you know, I feel like I was ready for my day, you know, fresh. <sighs> and what of all the time that I spend with the children? this time that if I'm honest with myself actually I, I spend a lot of that time resenting because I want to be working on my business inverted commas I accept it enough enough what am I resenting that's not enjoying accept that Eleanor is with me right now and I enjoy her you know do things with her notice her notice Leo notice Mark notice me don't let those times run away and this brings me to saying haven't we heard it so many times? Ah, those were the days. Or even, oh, I can't wait for when they leave home or insert whatever it is that springs to mind. Well, no. Because, hey, wake up call. These are the days. Right here, right now. Merci, merci tellement. Thank you so much for listening. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your time and your attention. I know my podcast is one of the many, many other podcasts available and so it's an absolute honour that you choose to listen to me time and time again. I know my podcast is unique uh, in its voice and in its message and its delivery and ultimately that it is your voice and your podcast. I would be really, really grateful if you would subscribe to Apple Podcasts and leave a review with how conversations from my duvet is making a difference to your life that would be super amazing thank you again so much lots of love